can't get to the palace without the pit. And that's what we don't want. And that's why most people never make it because they quit when it gets hard. They don't understand that God is building them up for what he's built for them. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hillard. Glad that you're with us today as we continue our look at Genesis 39. And what do you do when you don't like where you work? And Pastor, as you point out, sometimes we may go through tough seasons at work. We may go through difficult circumstances and hard to deal with coworkers because God actually might be using that to make us who he wants us to be. Oh, of course, most definitely. He's utilizing the tribulation and the things that we go through uh, to build us up and conform us to the image of Jesus Christ. You know, there's an illustration I use all the time, Steve, and it goes something like this. person was running, and uh, he saw on the ground a butterfly emerging from a cocoon. Hmm. And so he said, I'll help it out. So he broke the rest of the chrysalis to free the butterfly. Next day he was jogging, was going to admire what he had done, looked down and saw the butterfly was dead. He had an entomologist friend, that's a bug doctor, And he told him what happened. Here's what he told him. He said, you need to understand that the struggle is part of the process that lets fluids be pressed to the wings so that the butterfly can fly. You circumvented the struggle, which abrogated the fluid to the wings, which caused it to die. Yeah. And so the struggle is a part of what God is doing in our life. And if you run from that job, you miss what God wants to do in your life. Uh, That's so important for us to keep in mind as we go through those difficult things to recognize that God might be using that really hard to deal with coworker, that boss who has unrealistic right. expectations to get us ready for something where we're still at or maybe the next opportunity. That's right. He could be preparing us. And remember what James said, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall in to different temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. So let patience have her perfect work so that you may be complete and entire lacking nothing. So good for us to keep that in mind as we uh, open up our Bibles today to Genesis chapter 39 and continue the message, what to do when you don't like where you work. Here is Pastor Ford. There's a due date on your deliverance. And if you haven't gotten delivered, then the date hasn't come due yet. Yeah, God planned to bring you out before you ever went in. God planned to do what he has designed to do before the stuff ever start happening to you. Look at the commentary again. He sent a man before them whose feet they put in fetters and hurt him. God, did you know he's going to go through that pain? Yes, I did. But the pain was part of the purpose. And you can't divorce the pain from the purpose. No pain, no purpose. Oh, yeah, that one too. No pain, no gain. And so what happens? What happens? 
You thank God for it when you first got it. Now you're complaining about it. James 1.1, write that down, James 1.1. It says, uh, James, a servant of Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered. Both of them use the same word, scattered. Anybody remember? Anybody remember the word scattered? Anybody remember? It's a compound word. What is it? Yes, diaspora or diaspora. Anybody remember dia through? Preposition through. Spora, seed or through seed or seed sown. So what, what is he trying to tell us? When a farmer sows seed, what has he done? First he pulled up the weeds. Then he plowed it and made furrows. Then he put the seed in and covered it up. What does that tell us? He didn't just throw it out into the weeds, no. Everything that was necessary to make the soil conducive to the seed so that the seed can get the maximum growth, the farmer did it. God has prepared everything, even your problems on that job. That's what he wants us to know. And remember, verse 1, a job is better than no job. Remember, where was he before? In the pit. I told you about Noel before. It's torn down now. Pancake House on 87th, it's an empty lot now. They tore it down. Uh, but Noel went in as a dishwasher. And he walked in the door saying, God, I'm going to own this place one day. He, he, he did dishes so well, they said, uh, we need somebody who is a, who, who's a good busboy. We want to promote you to busboy. And they promoted him to busboy. Then they needed a, a waiter, and they promoted him to waiter. Then he became the manager of the day shift. Then he became the manager of the, of the afternoon shift. Then he became the manager of the store. Three years later, he bought it off of the owner and then put another one out in Country Club Hills. You ever listen to his testimony? Now, I shared this one time, and somebody knew him and told him, Pastor Ford from Christ Bible Church preached about you and your experience, and he called me. And he said, man, I didn't know anybody know that story. I said, now there are people all over the world that know that story. He said, yeah, but did you tell them that whenever I was looking for a place to work. God told me, work there, and I'm going to give it to you. I said, I didn't know that. He said, yeah. He said, I was looking for a place to work. And he said, I could have worked at the restaurant across the street for more pay. But since God told me, work here because I'm going to give it to you, I turned that down because I knew that God does not lie. I said, wow. I said, next time I talk about it, I'm going to put that in there. That's it. And so what do you have to do? When you don't like where you work, remember God has put you where you are. Here's the second thing. What, what, what do I do when I don't like what I work? Verse 2. Listen to what verse 2 says. And the Lord was with him. He's in Potiphar's and the Lord is with him. Remember when he went to prison and the Lord is with him. Rely upon the Lord to sustain you. 
See, the presence of a problem never means the absence of God. He didn't take extra breaks, do his emails or his computer on company time. He didn't take reams of paper and pens. No, Proverbs 10, 4, Proverbs 19, 15, Proverbs 24 all say the same thing. It tells us that we ought to serve as if we're doing everything for God. Hey, can I tell you why you're at your job? You are there because you are the solution to the problem. I heard another preacher say it. I said, ooh, ooh, that's good stuff. What is math? Math is a problem looking for a solution. But what is algebra? And I didn't think about it until the other preacher said it, but what is algebra? It's an answer looking for a problem. Isn't that a paradigm shift? A problem looking for, in other words, what do you call a person who no longer alleviates a boss's problem? Unemployed. <laughs> Unemployed. But when I begin to realize, wait a minute, I am the answer to somebody's problem. So what am I? I'm an answer looking for the problems. Once you fail to solve the problem, you're not necessary anymore. Joseph, you are there to solve a problem. And God is with you. Now, what is it? It's preparation for where God is taking you. Look, look at Noel. What did God do? He did everything in the business before he became an owner of the business. You get it? So then some, somebody can't come in and half wash dishes. Why? Because he did that. Can't come in and half bust tables. Why? Because he did that. Can't come in and not be a good waiter. Why? Because he did that. And so what, what is this preparation for? What is Joseph going to do? He's going to run all of Egypt for Pharaoh. Well, if you can't run a household, how are you going to run a nation? And so it's preparation for learning how to run a nation. Hmm. Proverbs 22:29. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, and what a good reminder. When you don't like where you work, God may just be using that to prepare you for what he has next. He's got you there for a reason. Well, we're going to get back to this teaching from Pastor Ford in just a moment. But uh, if you ever want to find out more about this program, about Pastor Ford, and about Christ Bible Church, where he serves as senior pastor, I hope you'll come to our website. You'll find all the links you need right there. Website address is treasuredtruthradio.org. That's treasuredtruthradio.org. All right, we're in Genesis 39. Back to the message. Again, here's Pastor Ford. Yeah, what is it? The presence of the Lord is there. And so what happens? Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth away his sinners, nor sits in the seat of scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law he doth meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, whose leaf shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Can I tell you something? God doesn't get any glory out of what does not happen. 
when something happens and we understand God is with us, our pain goes public. When our pain goes public, people see we don't act the way everybody acts when they go through that same pain. And what does that do? Give us an opportunity to say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? That God's sustaining me in this. That God is caring for me in this. Here's what I tell people all the time. If you hate me at the level I'm at now, what in the world are you going to do when God gets me where he wants me to be? Lord have mercy. And so what happens? I, I got to tell you this story. This is a true story. She came to me and she said, this is not right. I'm putting all this effort forward. And they're saying there are three of us for the promotion. But I'm doing all the work. The one person just came three weeks ago. And they're considering her for the position and this other woman for the position, but I'm the one doing all the work. What, what should I do? Keep working. Keep working. Aren't you there to glorify God? Isn't this your mission in ministry? That's what you told me. So keep working. But they're taking credit for what I'm doing. Not before God. Came back a week later. This is hard. I don't know if I can keep doing this. I really want to quit. Then you're quitting on God. No, this is not right. What are you going to do? All right. I'll keep doing it. I'll keep doing it. I'll keep doing it. They promoted the one who had come last over this person. And she was tore up from the floor up, cried like a baby. I said, it's not over. You don't know what God is doing. Let me, let me get you into the story. Guess what happened? They came to her and they said, we know you're disappointed about this job. But really, as we watched you and your creativity and the way you went over and above, and we know that some of the ideas that you had, others presented them. And we said, you know what? We have a management position that has never gone to a woman. And we were wrestling with it. And we decided to give it to you. Now, she wouldn't let me tell her name because she's a member of our church, but that actually happened. That the Lord was on her side. And here you're thinking, man, everything is falling apart when everything was falling in place. That God knows what he's doing and sometimes we just have to let the Lord have his way. And so she learned that. So what do you do? Number three, number three. Refuse to allow the situation to control you. 
What does Joseph do? Read the text. Read the the rest of the text. I don't have time. Read the rest of the text from verses 3 to 9. What does he do? Ship in the water. Why does it sail? Because the ship is in the water and the water is not in the ship. What happens when the water gets in the ship? The ship's going to sink. In other words, you can be in the circumstances as long as you don't let the circumstances be in you. Remember when Jesus went to the disciples and he said to them, fear not. Then he said to the water, peace be still. Why did he tell them fear not? Because he had to calm the storm within before he calmed the storm without. Because if he calmed the storm without, what good would it do when there's still fear within? So the first thing he wants to do is calm the inner storm because then it really won't matter what happens to the outer storm. That's what God is doing. Don't allow the situation to control you. And what does he do? You see no complaints. You see no grumbling. As a matter of fact, what you see is he's resourceful. Potiphar's house prospers. And here's what Potiphar says. Potiphar says, I know that his God is blessing my house because he's running my house. Wow. Here it is, he's the thermostat and not the thermometer. He's not letting the job dictate how he feels. He's dictating to the job how the job should feel. And this man has done an excellent, excellent job. All through the scriptures, what is God trying to do? Not just at work, in everything that we go through. He wants us to understand Uh, that he's doing something. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be complete and entire, lacking nothing. God's doing something. So what happens when we let the environment control us? We quit. I had a conversation just this morning and uh, the person said to me, man, it's the process. It's the process. I said, what do you mean it's the process? The process is hard. He started his own business and I'm at the hard part. And I, and I, and I say, man, I feel like quitting. And I said, uh, you went to see Tony Robbins, right? Yeah. How many people were there? 20,000 people paid $300 to see Tony Robbins. I said, did he tell you his story? Uh, No. He didn't tell you what he went through? Oh, yes, he did. Oh, man, he went through some stuff. Now, let me tell you something. He told you how he made it, but here's what he didn't tell you. He didn't tell you, you're not going to be able to use what I did unless you're willing to pay the price that I paid. See, let me tell you the difference between people who make it and people who don't. This is what I'm saying on on the phone as I'm talking to them. And I said, what do you think? Well, it's money. It's it's the skill. No. The people who didn't make it gave up. The people who made it didn't. The only difference. From promise to product, there's process And the process becomes difficult, and that's what people run from, and that's the rubber makes the road. 
that there's only going to be two or three out of those 20,000 that are going to make it like Tony Robbins made it because they're going to be willing to pay the price. He went through the entire process from the pit to Potiphar's to prison to the palace. You can't get to the palace without the pit. You can't get to the palace without the Potiphar's. And you can't get to the palace without the prison. And that's what we don't want. And that's why most people never make it because they quit when it gets hard. They don't see opposition as opportunity. They don't see adversity as a university. They don't understand that God is building them up for what he's built for them. Okay, and then I said to him, I said, you know who Bobby Mason is? To which he replied, no. Bobby Mason started the OJs. You say, there's no, no singer named Bobby Mason with the OJs. It's the same three guys. Yeah, he quit a week before they signed their largest contract. One week. If he'd have waited, he'd have got paid. How many people let the situation control them and were at the door ready to walk through to their blessing? and turned around and turned back. So then I told the person I was talking to, that's why I ain't giving up. I pray for my bestseller and I ain't giving up. I know the avenues of streams that God has given me and I know it only take one person. It only take one person that God give me favor with to get me where I believe God is taking me. It only take one person. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, and what an encouraging way to wrap up. It only would take one person, right? Well, we've been looking at Genesis 39 and a message, what to do when you don't like where you work. And I think there's a lot of people who may be able to relate to that topic. Maybe you're one of them. I hope that you've been encouraged by today's message and some of the principles that you can apply, like uh, remaining faithful to your moral convictions and relying on the Lord to sustain you. If you want to go back and listen to this message again, you can always do that by coming to our website. It's treasuretruthradio.org, treasuretruthradio.org. And whether you heard us on the radio or you heard us online, you came across this program just by uh, the Moody Radio app or, or however you've heard this program today, I want you to know it's possible because someone gave a financial gift to make sure the radio program is there for you today. A great way that you could say thanks to those who have made this program possible and to be able to continue to bring you Pastor Ford's teaching each and every day is to give a financial gift. That is how we keep this program on this station and on all these other platforms like the app or the website. You can give online by coming to our website. It's treasuretruthradio.org. Click on the link that says make a donation. And there you can give a one-time gift or an ongoing monthly gift, either one is crucial in helping us bring Pastor Ford's teaching to you and to others who need to hear it each and every day. Again, our website address, treasuretruthradio.org, and click on the link that says, Make a Donation. Well, thanks for doing that and for listening today. I also want to say thanks to our producers, Amy Rios and Ryan McConaughey. For Pastor Ford, I'm Steve Hiller. Treasure Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry 
of Moody Bible Institute.